Happy spooky season, everybody. I'm Ryan. I am Daniel. And we are your Small Town Nerds. How's it going, Daniel? It's going pretty well. How about yourself, Ryan? I'm doing all right. It snowed this morning, so that put me in a in a good mood while I walked to class. Yeah, I um, do not have any snow. Well, I love snow. It's it's all gone by now, but well, yeah, Christmas I, season's coming. Yeah, I love snow too, but it's still a little early. I prefer snow to come sometime during November, but I didn't get any, so it's totally cool. I'm looking out my window right now, and it is still... Nice green grass, got some trees that are turning red and orange. It's uh, it's very autumn-esque, very pretty. I like it. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, so anything else you want to talk about, or are we just going to get over the small talk and get right into our nerd news for the day? Before we get started, uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Small Town Nerds Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things nerdy. We already did the intros. We kind of skipped a little, little section, but, uh, well... Today, today we have a lot of things planning, planning, planned. We have a whole bunch of nerd news that we are going to try to quickly cover before we get into the rapid review section where we have the She-Hulk season review. We have reviews for Halloween, the 1978 original, Halloween 2018 reboot sequel, and then Halloween Kills, which is the sequel to the sequel reboot. And then as well, we also have a review for Cyberpunk Edgerunners. That one's just for me. I, I watched it, and uh, yeah, that's it. So Yeah, but before we get to the reviews, we're going to jump right into the nerd news section of our podcast. Daniel, I believe you have a couple things to talk about. Yeah, so Ryan isn't really as into these first few things as I am, so we're just going to go ahead and get started. Uh, Community was a show that was created by the Russo brothers, believe it or not, or at least one of them. Uh, in co-creation with the creator of Rick and Morty. So we have that. That's pretty cool. Sounds like they are going to be doing a movie, and Donald Glover, who has recently kind of blown up in comparison to all of the other actors and actresses that were in that show, he might be returning for it, most likely, hopefully, maybe. We actually don't know it. Someone just said, yeah, we're really hoping that he will, and we think that it might happen. That's it. But community, for anyone that doesn't know... It is a show of, it's a show about, I think, six, six people at a community college and their study group and all the wacky hijinks that they get into. Last I checked, it was on Netflix. I don't know anymore. First few seasons are pretty enjoyable, so you can check it out if you want to. Uh, Next up, something else that we want to talk about a little bit, or I want to, Spawn, a character that was created by Image Comics, uh, basically a guy that dies makes a deal with the devil, and then comes back to, you know, Earth. Uh, That's, yeah, it's basically the whole character. There's a new movie happening, a reboot, if you will, because I think that they made one or two movies in the past. Uh, That's happening. It's going to be starring Jamie Foxx, so that's pretty exciting stuff. That's basically it, though, as far as this goes. And the uh, last thing that I want to just really quick touch on before we get into some more stuff that I think more people might care about, Cyberpunk 2077... Two is apparently a thing that's going to be happening somewhat soon, and by somewhat soon, I mean probably like 10 years from now, because the first one they spent basically 10 years making, it seems like. Uh, I'm currently playing the game right now, it's pretty fun, not nearly as clean as it should be 
you know, what they showed in some of the, like, E3 trailers, whatever. But it's still pretty enjoyable. Not, like, Game of the Year or anything like that. But, yeah. Yeah, it's fun enough. Very nice. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, I just kind of went on a little bit of a spiel there. How about you bring us in with the next bit of nerd news that I know that you actually care a little bit about? Yes, the next piece of news that we have is that Nintendo dropped, well, Nintendo and Illumination Animation Studios, they dropped the first teaser trailer for the Mario movie. So, based off this trailer, Ryan, what are your expectations? Are you feeling good about this, or what do you think? Um, now I'm, I'm going to preface this and say that I'm not huge into Nintendo, I've played the games and I enjoy the games, but as for characters, I really only know kind of like the the classic uh, Super Smash and Mario Bros. and Mario Kart kind of characters. And Bowser's one of my favorites, and I think Jack Black in the trailer is doing a remarkable job with Bowser. So that's what I really care about, so I really enjoyed it. I know there's a lot of people who are upset with the Chris Pratt Mario casting, I don't have any problem with it. We didn't really hear any dialogue, so I'm not going to judge his Mario voice based on the two lines of dialogue he gave. So, I'm hopeful. It looks fun. It does look like a lot of fun. Uh, Mm. I'm definitely going to go see it for Jack Black as Bowser, which uh, I have heard rumors that there's going to be a musical number from him. I don't know if that's true or not, but I would not be mad because Jack Black is incredibly talented, both as a actor, voice actor, and as a uh, musician, I think it was a Jimmy Kimmel show or something, he pulled out a toy saxophone and just yes. went ham. That was awesome. I, remember, I know that clip. That That's an awesome clip. Uh, so hopefully, not hopefully, maybe that's going to be a thing. I wouldn't be mad if it is. Um, so yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hopeful for it. I know Illumination kind of has a, a tendency to make their, their animated movies kind of tend more to or trend towards the younger audience especially with like despicable me and minions and those kind of movies i'm hoping that this movie can kind of cater towards a slightly older audience obviously not doing anything outside of the realm of the pg animated movie realm but not so much like the dumb fart joke kind of stuff that minions are kind of known for i want a little bit more original kind of jokes and kind of play into the into the mario world yeah we i just hope that it doesn't become despicable me or minions just recasted as mario characters yeah um i will also say you know uh we did get a pretty fun meme template out of this uh the whole do you yield and then the (laughs) i do not exactly there's been a lot of good memes from that so yeah that should be exciting um I don't want to say anything good or bad about Chris Pratt as Mario. He doesn't have the exaggerated Italian accent that I think that everyone was hoping for, but that was only based off of two lines of dialogue. Hopefully when we get another trailer in, I don't know, a month or so, maybe two or three. When's this movie supposed to come out? I do not know, actually, but I can look it up while you keep... While you introduce the next topic. Okay, well, hopefully that... Hopefully Chris Pratt will put on a little bit more of that exaggerated Italian accent that everyone is hoping for. I mean, we bullied a studio into completely remaking a movie, basically, because we didn't like the design of Sonic. Speaking of, by the way, uh, I think that we're only one character away from making, like, a Super Smash Bros. movie. We've got Sonic, we've got Detective Pikachu, and now 
we've got uh, we've got Mario. So honestly, it would be pretty cool. And it comes out April seventh. April seventh. Okay, so we'll probably get a new trailer beginning of next year, end of this year maybe. Yeah. Um, Illumination is what? Is that a uh, Warner Brothers property? I I don't know actually. I want to say that it is um, Universal Pictures. Okay. Are there any big Universal movies coming out? I have no I have no idea, dude. I only pretend to know everything. You only pretend while well, you pretend harder. Um, let's see. What kind of movies? Inertia is a state of matter. Good. Am I do- am I doing good pretending no- to know everything? Yes. Um, Puss in Boots. What? I guess that comes out in December on December 21st. Puss in Boots, really? Yeah, they're making another Puss in Boots movie. In December 21st of, of 22, right? Yeah, this year. Fine, that's... I think that's a Wednesday. It. I'm on the UniversalPictures.com website. I'm on their official website, and they have Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, in theaters December 21st. Okay, well, I can't wait to not watch that. I, I don't make the rules. Yeah, that just... And you're correct. That That is a Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, all right. I, I'm assuming there there will be a Mario trailer before that movie. Maybe it'll drop with that movie. I don't know. It probably will sometime. Around. Actually, speaking of this, um, there is a movie that Universal is coming out with called Violent Night. I did see something. Have you seen the trailer for it? I have not it? seen the trailer, but I've seen that it's a thing. It looks awesome. It's David Harbour as Santa Claus. And there's some rich family, and their house gets broken into by domestic terrorists on Christmas and they want to steal all the rich people's money. Well, while they're robbing this family, Santa, David Harbor shows up at the house to, you know, do his Santa thing and they attack him. So then he goes full violent night and just beats them up. And it's awesome. It's like super violent and it's just Santa Claus versus terrorists. And it's just, gonna be awesome okay am i gonna watch this absolutely but i've got a feeling it's going to be a soulless john wick knockoff cash grab maybe but i I think it's still gonna be fun i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i don't think it's gonna be like that fantastic of a movie i'm not expecting anything major out of it but it, it looks like fun i'm calling it right now as far as like not just fun but as an actual movie i'm gonna put it around a five out of ten I'm not expecting very much. Yeah, but it'll be fun. It'll be something cool for Christmas. Yes, Uh, but anyways, enough about all that jazz. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Uh, The next piece of news that we want to share with you today, uh, Madam Web, that's a movie that's happening. Uh, We got a villain confirmed, it looks like, and that is Ezekiel Sims. Now, I don't know hardly anything about Madam Web, the character, or Ezekiel Sims either, but uh, I did a little bit of reading, and Ezekiel Sims is a guy from the Spider-Verse, if you will, that has similar powers to Spider-Man. That's about it. Bravo. Yeah, so we got a villain confirmed. Uh, there's some set photos that were leaked that makes it look like he's got a kind of spider suit that he's rocking. I'm thinking that's him, at least. I don't know. But I guess that this movie's happening. So I know very little about this movie, um, but I, I just went on IMDb to look up the cast, and they have Adam Scott 
listed as Ben Parker. That is set as a rumor right now. There's rumors going around that he's playing Ben Parker, that he's playing a variant of Peter Parker. Well, that's that's on IMDb. Well, they aren't all. But then Emma rumors. Roberts is listed as Mary Parker. Would that be I th- Peter's mom? I think that's his mom, yeah. So then you have Dakota Johnson as Madam Webb. Yep. And then you have the Isabella uh, Merced. She's the one who played Dora. She's in the movie. Um, you have Sydney Sweeney, who I believe is in what's what's that a uh, Netflix show? Is no HBO show? Wow, you're uh, really Euphoria. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I do remember. Um, yep, she's in that show, and then a whole bunch of other people that I don't recognize. I am excited to yeah. see Adam Scott. I think he's a really good actor. I've only really seen him a lot in Parks and Rec, but he killed it as mm-hmm. Ben Wyatt, and he's such a lovable goofball. Yeah. That's it. So. Yeah, Madam Web is a movie that's happening. It's from Sony, you know, the same folks that made Venom, Venom 2, and Morbius, all of which were movies that were, you know, just either painfully average or just painful. Or the greatest movie of all time, a.k.a. Morbius. A.K.A. Morbin Time. Ryan, have you actually seen Morbius yet? No, I haven't. Yeah. But at this point, I don't even need to. Yeah, it made him more... I've seen the memes. <laughs> it made him more billion dollars. Exactly. Uh, there, there's, there's no greater movie than Morbius. There is nothing in the world that brings me more joy than knowing that the internet memed on that movie so much that they made Sony bring it back to theaters... For a week, just for it to bomb a second. Time. Every theater that it was in averaged eighty dollars over the course of the weekend for its re-release. That's one of those statistics that people who study the film industry will always look back on and just be like, "What happened during that time?" <laughs> Someone created a uh, petition on Change.com or or whatever it was, some website like that, that said. We were all busy that weekend. Please bring it back again. We really, bring really bring it want back to see one it. more time, just to ignore it a third time. Oh, that would have been phenomenal. I think that they that picked up been. that the internet uses a lot of sarcasm. Hey, if if they can if they can re-release Avatar a dozen times, they can re-release Morbius. What do they have to lose? I think that Morbius is probably going to become one of those cult classic films that everyone watches because it's so bad. It, probably. Oh. I'm I'm excited for that. I'm probably going to start watching it maybe on a yearly or bi-yearly basis and no more than that. Yeah, it's like the B movie. Oh man, the B movie. It it's it's the B movie of Marvel. It's the B movie of Sony. Well, I mean, it's a Marvel property. It is a Marvel property, but I don't want so, to. So and and it's pseudo MCU. <sighs> I mean, it's like it's like a cousin once removed. Yeah, somehow because like Spider-Man is well Spider-Man is in the MCU. Yes. Venom is like a cousin. Morbius is like the cousin's ex-girlfriend's dog. There's a connection but it's so vague that you may as well may as well not acknowledge it. You you don't want the connection to be there but you just can't deny that there is a connection. Do you think that they're going to make a sequel to Morbius? I hope so. I hope so too, just so it can fail even harder. 
Yeah. It, it, it would be I, hard. I, I want it to happen. But I would not be surprised if Sony does manage to make a movie that's even worse than Morbius. Imagine Sony announces that they are making a Morbius sequel, and they do call it, like, Morbius. It's Morbin time. They did already make a joke out of that. Yeah, but what if they, like, officially make a movie like that? I I don't know. I don't... I just... I don't know. It was a horrible movie. I know that we like to make jokes, but... If I had a... If I were making it a drinking challenge and just doing it every time something cringe or stupid happened, I would be hammered within 20 minutes. Yeah. What'd you think of, um... Matt Smith in that in that movie? Matt Smith killed it. He was, like, the only... He, he was the only good part of that film. That's good. I also do have a soft spot for Matt Smith. Uh, he's my favorite uh, incarnation of the Doctor on Doctor Who. But everything I've seen him in, he does phenomenal. Uh, well, you know what? Now, now I have a soft spot for for Matt Smith because of the House of the Dragon. Because he's he's killing it in House of the Dragon. I'll admit I've fallen behind, but I'm going to watch every episode before we do our review. He is killing it. But yeah, we'll, we'll save the House of the Dragon talk for for two weeks from now. Um, we have one more piece of nerd news, and then we have to move on to the reviews that we actually are going to do today. Yeah. Um, the last piece of nerd news is that the MCU, Marvel Studios, they just announced a, I, I don't want to say a huge reshuffle, but a rather significant reshuffle of release dates. Um, they delayed a handful of movies back between one month to six months to almost a year. Um, and they were they were some pretty big movies. Yeah, so, so some of them that got pushed yeah. back are Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four... Avengers, Secret Wars, I think Blade got pushed back, and some yep. of the unannounced uh Yeah, some of the stuff. unannounced ones aren't really of any consequence, but it's it's really those four named movies that are the the big shift. Yes. And um But with So the first one that was going to get released was Blade, which was set to come out November third, twenty twenty three. That movie is getting delayed almost a year. Well, 10 months. It's getting delayed to September 6th, 2024. 2025, you mean? Which, no, 2024. I thought it was supposed to be from, coming out September 2024 no. or whatever. No, from um, November 3rd, 2023 oh, okay. to September okay. 6th, 2024, which is a delay of six, six months or 10 months, which the main, main kind of reason that's floating around as to why uh, it got delayed so much is that it's lost the movie lost its director and it's now looking for a new one which from what i heard about the behind the scenes kind of drama surrounding this movie of mahershala ali not really liking the script and not liking the direction i'm completely okay with this movie getting delayed a year yeah that uh, the script apparently only had two very lackluster fight scenes and that's mm. just that's not gonna fly no, it's not going to fly for a character like Blade. They they need to do it right, especially because this is his first time making a real, um, real, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Take your time. Making a real, not real reveal, real, not stance. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's his first time appearing in the, uh, real appearance. That was what I was looking for. It's his first time making a real appearance in the MCU. Man, that took me a minute. You're doing terrific. I am. 
the next movie to get delayed was, in fact, Deadpool. That movie was set to be released on September 6th, 2024. That is getting delayed to November 8th, 2024. So Blade is taking Deadpool's old release and then pushing Deadpool back two months. So we're going to get Blade and then Deadpool essentially back to back, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm very excited for that year. But uh, with these movies getting pushed back, it's partially because, you know, they need to find a new director or rewrite the script or whatever that might be. But since Marvel Studios isn't technically in charge of the release date of the Spider-Man movies because of their contract with Sony, it kind of hints that we might be getting a new Spider-Man movie sometime in 2024 with stuff being pushed back, rearranged yeah. for a bit of an open spot in that mm-hmm. year at some point. So hopefully that is something that will happen because I'm just so darn excited. That's it. Yeah. It's just, Oh my gosh. The, the um, suit that but, they teased at the end of No Way Home. Yes, it's, gorgeous. it's a very pretty suit. I do also think that it could also be the case that Marvel Studios has some secret movies that they just didn't want to tease because obviously it would spoil some things that maybe they have been working on and they're just trying to shuffle around the slate a little bit to introduce these movies, to introduce characters that are going to be um, big players in Avengers King Dynasty or Avengers Secret Wars. A, A movie that obviously comes to my mind right now is a World War Hulk movie or World Breaker Hulk or some kind of Hulk movie. Planet Hulk maybe? Now that they... What? Planet Hulk? Planet Hulk potentially due to... I'm not going to spoil it until later, but due to what happens to Hulk in She-Hulk, I wouldn't be surprised if they want to kind of flesh that situation out a little bit more before Secret Wars. Yeah. Um, so Also, just before we move on to rapid review, another piece of news, kind of, that we didn't put on the docket. I'm going AWOL, Ryan. I'm going off script. You're going AWOL. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what happened to the guy that originally played uh, Thunderbolt Ross in the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. But a new rumor is... William so, Hurt. William Hurt. There is a new... Yeah, he died of cancer? He died, like... A year or two ago. Ah, yeah, that would explain it then. Uh, mm-hmm. But there is a rumor circulating that Harrison Ford will be taking over the role for the new Thunderbolts movie. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that post this morning. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I suppose. Yeah, Harrison Ford is a great actor. I think that he looks mm-hmm. similar enough that he could. Take I mean, it you over. put a you put a mustache on him. Yeah, and if it's close and enough. if all goes well, uh, he'll be in a Hulk form for a lot of the time. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be very cool. I'm hoping that's what they um, do. I saw the post, and a lot of the comments were kind of saying, or they were kind of complaining that there's talk about recasting this character, but no talk about recasting T'Challa. And personally, I don't think those two roles are really comparable. T'Challa, Black Panther, obviously was a very big prominent role i mean he he headed his own movie he was supposed to be the face of the of the new avengers going forward and the actor unfortunately and tragically passed yeah not to mention it was a creative decision to 
Not to mention, not hold on. Not to mention, uh, Chadwick Boseman was definitely something for uh, African Americans, black folks, whatever you want to say. He was definitely a character, a role that they could look up to because mm-hmm. he was the f- not the first in general, but the first uh, non-white, basically superhero to have his own movie in the MCU. Yeah, yeah he, he was a really big role, not just as a character, but as, as what the character stood for and what it represented. And comparing that to Thunderbolt Ross, who had appeared in, what, three movies? Something like that, yeah. And re- rather small roles. He probably had, like, 15 minutes outside of Incredible Hulk, probably, like, 15 minutes of screen screen time. I just don't think comparing those two roles are really, are really uh, comparable. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah, it's just not fair. And actually, we forgot two, two little uh, reshuffles that I'll just really briefly say before we move on. Go ahead. Um, Fantastic Four is getting pushed from November eighth, twenty twenty four, to February fourteenth, twenty twenty five. So essentially, it's a big reshuffle of Blade taking Deadpool spot. Deadpool taking Fantastic Four spot and Fantastic Four getting pushed to Valentine's Day of 2024. And then Avengers Secret War is getting delayed nearly uh, like six months. It's getting moved from November 7th, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. So they're going to do what they did with Infinity War and Endgame and have almost an exact year in between the two Avengers films. Avengers King Dynasty on May 2nd, 2025 and Avengers Secret War on May 1st, 2026. Which, so it's probably good to, you know, let people it's, stew yeah, in what better. happened. Whatever does happen in King Dynasty, like they made us do for Infinity War. Yeah, I think it's it, I think it's a good thing to wait a year. Give some breathing time, build up the tension. But at the same time... Do a TV show or something. But at the same time, I'm kind of heartbroken because... I mean, yeah. It would have been so cool to see two Avengers movies in the same year. That would have been one heck of a year. But but maybe that's the reason why they, they didn't do it. Maybe they're hoping that Avengers Kang Dynasty will still be in theaters all summer long. And they want to... If, if they push Secret Wars back six months, they can maybe push some of the other movies back a little bit and give Kang Dynasty a little extra wiggle room. To, to absorb as much box office as possible. Yeah, it's probably going to... I don't know if I'd say it'll beat Endgame as far as box office goes, but with with it just being Avengers, it's going to make a lot of King money. King Dynasty? Yeah, yeah I, I think I think King Dynasty will be similar to how Age of Ultron happened. Like, Avengers made, like I think, $1.5 and then Age of Ultron made $1.3 now, I'm not comparing this to Endgame, which made 2.7. I do think Kang Dynasty will probably make similar to... Somewhere in between the original Avengers and Infinity War. I, I have a feeling it's probably going to push that $2 billion. I don't know if it's going to cross it. Well, didn't... Secret Wars, didn't Spider-Man depending no Way on Home, what happened. Spider-Man No Way Home also came close to $2 billion, didn't it? Like 1.8? Uh, I think it was 1.6. Okay, well, if Spider-Man can do that, I have no doubt in my mind that Secret, not Secret Wars, uh, King Dynasty will at least break $2 billion. 
Oh, no, Spider-Man No Way Home did make 1.9. Ooh, I was closer than you. You were What's correct. What's up? You were correct. It made 1.916. So, nearly 2 billion. Yeah, if Spider-Man No Way Home did it, I think King Dynasty will probably crack it. And if, if that's the case, then it will probably crack Infinity War, which I think had 2.1. So, and then Secret Wars, depending on how they set it up and what kind of the storyline is, if they're going to do something where they're bringing back um, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, and Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, and the original X-Men actors, and the Fantastic Four actors, and if they're bringing in all these multiversal Marvel characters in, I could see this being an, an Endgame level movie. I don't know if it'll crack Endgame, but I, I, I think it'll be between Infinity War and Endgame. I don't think that they're going to bring back Robert Downey Jr., you don't no. think he had such a wonderful send off in Endgame? They're not gonna, they're not gonna mess with that. Well, then what about a uh, Tom Cruise Iron Man? Tom Cruise, I could see happening before Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, well, I'm I wouldn't be disappointed either way. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I think that's just about everything for our nerd news. How about we move on mm-hmm. to our rapid reviews? Which, depending on how it goes, might not be so rapid. Yep. I'll let you get started. Um, but first on the docket is a uh, She-Hulk. The season finale happened on what? Yesterday. Yesterday, as of our recording. Yesterday morning. As of our recording, it was yesterday morning. Um, Daniel, what are your first? What are your quick thoughts on the finale? I will say, I think finale was probably the best episode of the lot. Uh, not very hard to do. I think it was a very disappointing show overall, but they did a lot of very. You know, I'm gonna say right now. Spoiler alert. No, no. Oh sense. yeah, let's just let, let's put spoiler alert right now for She-Hulk. If you haven't watched it and you don't want it to be spoiled, uh, I don't know. Skip ahead ten minutes. Yeah, uh, I think that they did something that was really, really cool. Something very creative with her, you know, breaking out of the actual MCU timeline and going to the Marvel Studios offices where she encountered Kevin. I think a lot of people might not have been a huge fan of that. I don't know for sure. I haven't actually seen much about it, but I think it was really cool uh, just to see how Kevin Feige kind of sees himself as a robot uh, that uses his AI to create the optimal flow and money-making schemes to make these shows and movies so good or profitable or whatever. Uh, I think it was a really cool sort of twist definitely better than any fight scene that they would have done in the finale uh yeah i don't know i i don't have a whole lot to say it's it was just overall a disappointing show yeah what do you think um i do agree i think the finale was was probably um one of the better episodes i think i think episodes how many episodes were there in this season were there nine nine so I think episodes eight and nine were probably their best two episodes. Um, I, I'm kind of split on the whole fourth wall breaking. A- at the time, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious and very meta of them. But looking back on it, I, I feel like it pokes a lot of holes in in the MCU, and it kind of makes it. I don't know it it. For me, it kind of tarnishes the 
the uh, integrity of the MCU as like a a series. It, it's kind of hard to take the MCU serious at times, especially when they have instances like this where a CGI character, very fictional character, breaks out of the fourth wall, which breaking the fourth wall I have no problem with, but actually breaking out of the universe and going into this, like, quote, real universe and then meeting with this still fictional Kevin, at least we assume it's fictional. I guess we don't really Kevin know. Kevin Feige if, is definitely if, just if a Kevin front. is real or not. It could be. He could be. It could be. Robot? I don't know. But I don't know. I thought it was fun. But the way that they did it and then just kind of erased different plot points in the show makes me question the continuity of the uh, of the MC. I This is a lot of nerdy nitpicking I'm doing right now. The fact that she changed it from night to day and got rid of the superpower element and then got rid of Hulk being there and got rid of all this. Now I'm just wondering how how does that affect the continuity? Is there any continuity in this show? I'm just... I don't know. It's fun, but it just seems more of something that they would have done in like a parody of the MCU versus what they would have done in the actual MCU, which is kind of making a statement on the whole season of itself. It just... It had some ideas, but it just didn't execute any of them properly. Yeah. Uh, you feel? Yeah. I think that one thing that was... I know that they were just talking about the last episode, but when she does break the fourth wall and go to the Marvel Studios offices, and she says, this script is crap, I know they were just talking about the final episode, but in my mind, I'm going to pretend it's the entire show, and she's just mad that she had to go through with all of it. Yeah, which which if that maybe that is their intention is that the script was just kind of bad throughout the entire show and it was just supposed to be her saying, hey, this is supposed to be a legal comedy and it just kind of sucks. I don't think that's what they were actually doing, but in my head canon, it could be. And she's acknowledging that the show didn't really do justice for the character. And that I mean, I do have hopes that. I don't know if they're going to do a season two or if she's going to come back in some other property. I, I hope she does because I thought the character was fine. I thought Tatiana Maslany did a, a decent enough job as as Jennifer Walters and She-Hulk. I just think the story revolving around her sucked, which often is the case in some of these uh, Disney plus Marvel shows. Yeah, Um you know, I thought that uh, whatever her friend's name, I thought they were going to be doing a twist where she was the bad guy when she was submitting that thing to, what was it, Intel- Intelligentsia or something like that? Intelligentsia, yeah. I thought yeah. they were doing a twist like, oh, she's a bad guy. She's just been using Jen to get internet fame. But no, which no. I kind of respect. You know, it's a kind of very tried trope. It's something that's been done a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, that that reveal of whatever that nerdy guy that was in oh, love with Jen. Oh, saw was that the, coming a I mile saw away. Saw that coming. Yeah, that was pretty obvious that he was going to be the villain. It's not really a big wonder. That was a pretty obvious reveal. 
which again is just something that as of late Marvel is just kind of doing they're not really pulling the rug out under your feet and they're kind of becoming a little stagnant which is a shame but yeah what would what would you give She-Hulk season 1 or series I don't know if they're going to make a season 2 I don't know about if it's going to get a season 2 but even though the last two episodes I think were halfway decent I I can't mm-hmm. give this any more than like a six and a half seven. That's high. I was gonna give it like a five or a six. Yeah, you know what? Let's ca- let's call it a six. Where would you rank it on your on your uh, MCU like plot? Like the entirety of the MCU, or just Disney Plus stuff? Yeah. Or? No, the entirety of the MCU. Pretty close to the bottom. What What would you uh, say is comparable to this? Captain Marvel. Oof, so that low. Yeah. I'm trying to find... We had made a complete ranking. Ah, here it is. So we had Captain Marvel third from the bottom. Only beating out Thor the Dark World and the Incredible Hulk. Above Captain Marvel, we had Iron Man 2, Thor, and What If. Yep, you know what? I'm going to stand by that. I think that... uh... Yeah, She-Hulk is nothing that I'm going to want to watch again for a long time, if ever. Yeah, honestly, I'm probably going to put it... I don't know if I'm going to put it above or below Captain Marvel. I don't want to get into that right now. Just be- Yeah, it's it's definitely a bottom-tier MCU property. There was just... The, the first seven episodes, there just... Nothing happened. Yeah, once. They had some good moments, but nothing substantial. If I'm being honest, the only reason I watched the show at all was for Daredevil. Was for Daredevil, which is uh, sad to say, I think, the reason why majority of people watched this movie. Yep. Or not movie, this show was for Daredevil. Which, I know a lot of people are kind of upset with the Daredevil being a little bit more quippy and and uh, sleeping with, with Jen. I don't find any issue in it. I think the quippy Daredevil probably fits this, at least this um, project more. I do think they'll probably bring back a little bit more of a serious Daredevil when he's by himself in his own solo series. And and him sleeping with Jen, sure. He's a dude. Get the get the She-Hulk. Yeah. Brownie pie. I don't have extremely strong feelings about it one way or another. It's just something that kind of happened. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like cheering for it, but I, I, it doesn't bother me. It's what. It's sort of like uh, Bruce and Natasha. Yeah, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Just it's not going to have a super well, strong impact. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say the same for that. I would say. I actually, I don't even know what I would say. I don't know what relationship this is comparable. I was going to say uh, Steve and Shannon, but... Well, no, yeah. Steve and Shannon for uh, the Winter Soldier Civil War time. Like, when that, when that kind of romance was happening, I'm like, sure, whatever. I don't. I, I want him to be with, with Peggy, but Peggy's either old or dead. So... Yeah, that was before we knew time travel was going to be happening. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that relationship. I don't really care. 
Yeah, She-Hulk. Just so, it, it was disappointing. Believe it at that. It was disappointing. What? It was disappointing. But I hope the character does make a, a reappearance in a better form. So, those are our thoughts on She-Hulk. Yeah, so... Shall we move on to the uh, spooky topic of the day? Please. So, we're going to talk about one, in my opinion, really good movie. One alright movie. And that is, of course, Halloween 1978 and Halloween 2018. And Halloween Kills also. Daniel, well, we'll talk about Halloween Kills afterwards, but uh, did you watch Halloween yes, Kills? Yes, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, so we'll talk about all three. Let's let's start at the beginning and let's start let's talk about the original, the OG, the John Carpenter 1978 Halloween. Yeah, so this was actually the first time that I've ever seen the original Halloween movie. Uh actually first time I've seen any of them that wasn't the one from 2018. Back in 2018 when it was in theaters, uh I went with some pals from high school. And that was my first Halloween movie experience. Uh so I had no idea what to expect from Halloween 1978. Uh, not at all what I thought it would be. You know, I, I, in the 2018 or 20, whatever, 2021, maybe Halloween kills came out. I think they said, oh, he killed like six teenagers. Uh, Mm -hmm. so I was expecting there to be a little bit more, uh, blood and violence, but no, it was, it was pretty tame in comparison to the new one. It was, it was enjoyable. Don't get me wrong, but it felt very dated obviously it's a movie that came out in 1978 it's set in 1978 so it all makes sense that it is like that but i don't know i'm sure it holds up fine it's just uh i don't know it just felt like uh, another movie to me i don't think that it's phenomenal i can understand why it's a classic but as far as spooky movie goes i don't think i'd say it's one of my favorites interesting what do you think um so i saw this movie before i saw the newer ones so this was my first um taste of halloween and i i really enjoy this movie especially for what it is um being a product of the of the time now if you were to compare it to modern day horror it's not really that scary the effects are are cheesy the effects that you would make in in the late 70s um but as as the movie for what it is i think it's i think it is a classic and i think it's really good as a classic if you go into that mindset knowing that this is this is going to be a little cheesy it's going to be the effects are going to be dated um it's it's not really going to be scary but it's going to be a, a good classic horror movie i really enjoy it that way um I think as a horror movie, I think 2018 is probably a little bit scarier. There were some some tense moments where I was kind of like, I don't really know what's going to happen here. I'm a, I'm a little on edge. Um, and I don't remember feeling that way for the original Halloween. Um, but I, I enjoyed both movies. I think they're both um, decent enough. I don't think either of them are really... Um, masterpieces in in a film i i do have to give credit to john carpenter though for making the movie when he did back in 1978 he did the score as well so he directed and scored this movie i I don't know if he wrote it as well 
Um, let me see. It, it definitely comes off as a... Yes, he, he also wrote it yeah, as well. It comes off as a very low-budget movie. Uh, yeah. Because that did that come out the same year well, as... low-budget. It had a budget of three hundred to $325,000. So, I mean, it had a big for budget. For the time, I mean, yeah. It, but I th- well, yeah, for the I time, think, especially for this kind of low horror kind of kind of situation. I think that if it were to come out modern day, it would have to uh-huh. with those same effects whatever. It would definitely come out as someone's like college project. Yeah, it it kind of seems like that solo kind of passion project situation, which I mean in a way it kind of is. Um this movie also did not get a very good response when it was initially released. Critics just didn't really like it. It it did well um, audience wise, but at least um, critically, it didn't really do well. But over time, it's just kind of became a cult classic, which I agree. It, I think this is one of those horror movie cult classics that you enjoy because of what it is, because it's kind of cheesy and campy. Yeah. Um, um, and then the 2018 movie kind of takes itself a little bit more serious. Yeah. Uh, so in the 2018 one, it's been 40 years since Michael Myers made mm-hmm. his debut in town to kill all those people. They say that it's he's been haunting this town, you know, everything that he did, uh, killing those six teenagers, which, understandably, yeah, that's, that's bad. That's messed up. Um, but at the same time he kills so many more people and in such more gruesome ways in this, in this new one that it kind of undermines the whole original one. That just, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. as genuine. It's like, yeah, he had, he had 17 kills in Halloween 2018 compared to the six in the original. I don't think that there were even six in the original. I think he killed three teenagers and one like copper. Uh, no, it wasn't a cop. It was like a mechanic employee, something like that. Um, so there were the three teenagers, his sister at the beginning, the mechanic, and then it looks like this is counting, um, the dog that he killed as well. Okay. So five to six, depending on what you count as a kill. And so, but regardless in Halloween 2018, he had 17. Yeah. And then Halloween kills, I think it was like 20 some. In Halloween Kills, um, I think he had 27. Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. And between Halloween and Halloween Kills, the, the 2018 and the 2021 or whenever the... Yeah, because they take place over the same night. It's the night. same night. Halloween Ends is also the same night, I believe. I Ryan and I... Is it? Yeah, I was going to go see that yesterday, but I did not because uh, I was watching something else instead and I lost track of time. Um, but yeah, I think that it's the same night. So... The fact that he kills probably over the course of the three movies, probably close to, if not more than 60 people. That's impressive. Compared to the. <laughs> well, according to Screen Rant, he had uh, 34 in Halloween Kills. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Yeah, but compared to the six kills that are in the original, this would be a lot more understandable of a uh, town haunting, I think. Yeah, I'm town this is a town massacre no no i mean like something over time like in the in the new the reboot they're like oh michael myers has been haunting this town for 40 years 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not really like a haunting situation if he killed five people. Um, no, it's definitely something that is probably a stain on your on your town's history for a while, especially for those who survive it. But just circumstantial, relatively small. I don't want to. I don't want to downput five dead people, but like compared to the the 40 50 kills that he'll he'll have 40 years later eh, well i guess he was training in the prison yard yep that's the only logical explanation i mean it had to be mental yeah. training because it looked like they tied him to a pole and he had to stay within a square and if he got out yeah so so i i want to ask you this how do you think I don't know if you if you caught the actual reasoning, and I don't know how much you know of of the Halloween extended universe and all the other sequels that they've retconned. How do you think Michael has survived for this long? Um, because he was shot in the head, in the chest. He was stabbed. He was he was beaten up. Yeah. So I don't know. And yet he keeps on killing. So I don't know anything about the extended universe. I just know what happens in these three movies. Mm-hmm. Well, they also give an explanation in this movie or in Halloween yeah, Kills. Yeah, it's like oh, as well. The more we hate him, the stronger he gets, or something like that. Uh, yeah. So in the extended kind of universe, I believe in one of the movies they have this idea that when Michael was a baby, his family was like cursed or something by this cult, and it, it gave him the powers of like immortality and super strength and stuff, and he keeps living and resurrecting until he completes the ritual or something. Uh, that's the reason why he keeps hunting Laurie Strode, is that she's the one that he needs to kill in order to complete the ritual. Um, there's also, in one of the movies, he gets decapitated by Laurie Strode, but in the next movie, they retcon that and said that that was some different person and that Michael is still alive, but then Michael ends up actually getting killed, but then gets resurrected. So, in the extended universe, he has died and then been resurrected a couple times. And then in Halloween Kills, they this new kind of sequel reboot trilogy, they retconned all the other movies and said those didn't happen. Um, and they and Laurie kind of explained it that there's something innately actually evil about Michael and that the more he kills and the more we fear and hate him, the stronger he gets. And as long as... As long as he keeps killing and as long as we keep fearing him, he will keep getting up. He will keep being resurrected. So it's interesting. I, I don't know how in Halloween Ends they are going to f actually kill Michael, which I believe is what happens in the movie. I haven't seen it, but I do believe that they are going to kill Michael Myers. Yeah, I would not be surprised if that's what happens or maybe, you know, I don't even know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm going to try to see it maybe today, tomorrow, sometime over the course yeah. of the next week so we can possibly touch on it uh, in our our next I, episode. I haven't seen any reviews or anything for it. Um, I'm going to look up a, a score right now. Yeah, it has a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's kind of what I expected. Um, and honestly, that's not far off from what I would give the first two movies either. Halloween and then Halloween Kills. I think they're both probably like 60, 50% movies. They're fun, but they're nothing 
nothing to write home oh, yeah, about. It's, it, and I feel like this sequel, the the ending of the of the franchise, is probably going to be another. It's like a Godzilla movie, you know. You're not see- going to see it for peak yeah. cinema. You're going to see yeah. it for destruction. You're gonna go and see see Godzilla blow some stuff up or fight a giant giant gorilla. You're gonna go see Halloween to watch Michael Myers kill some people. Yeah, and kill him in. For some of the kills, it's kind of that classic, uh, especially in the Halloween 2018. I think they did much better in the 2018 movie of paying homage to the to the original movie in the way that he kills some people. Obviously, there's still some gruesome kills, but there's also some of those classic kind of like pan shots where the camera is just kind of gliding through the through the house and Michael just kind of disappears around a corner and then you hear someone scream and then you just see him like behind him just stabbing him really mechanically. I did like those kills because it paid homage to the original Halloween. And then in Halloween Kills, they had some real graphic kills. Yeah, like... Uh... Like heads getting smashed and stabbed. When he breaks the and, uh, railing to over the stairs and just smashes yeah, the guy's and neck. Just on kills the... the kid that way. Yeah, I did think there were some really dumb, dumb kills, it, especially in Halloween Kills. There were some moments where I was like, "All right, this this is just dumb." Um, specifically, that moment when the the four adults were in the car, and the one chick locks the doors, so the other two can't escape. And then she just is shooting randomly at the windows and then obviously runs out of bullets because she has a revolver and she shot all the bullets and then she gets killed. She deserved that. And then the uh, the the doctor um, wife is running at him shooting <laughs> and just misses every bullet and then he kicks the door open, hits the gun and it it swivels around and she shoots herself in the head. I actually did laugh. I thought at that was that, hilarious. Yeah. That was hilariously <laughs> bad. Like, how do you do that? Like, that is impressive. That she was that bad with a gun, that he just knocked it a full one eighty and she shot herself in the head. Yeah, that was. I thought that was, that was probably I my that was favorite funny. part of the entire movie. Yeah, I got to give props to Michael. That w- that was that was a good move there. That was yeah, good. So overall, that these movies good. are not peak cinema in any way, shape, or form. They they they're cheesy horror. It's I I think the Halloween Halloween nineteen eight or nineteen seventy eight. I give props for being um, a cult classic now, um, but that if you if you really take it, it's it's really cheesy um, horror. Which twenty eighteen Halloween captured some of that cheesiness. Halloween kills, I feel like, tried to be more brutal. Um, and I give props. Some of the kills were fun. Um, but, yeah, it's it's cheesy horror movies. They're not they're not really scary. They're not really to take that serious, I don't think. So Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to rank these, like, give them a score or whatever, just because yeah. it, it's not meant... It it is a very subjective thing. I I think the slasher genre of horror is very subjective. I don't really find slasher horror or at least slasher horror that tries to take itself serious all that entertaining, just because I don't find it very believable. Like um, I I don't think um, Michael Myers would really pose that big of a threat because he walks. You could just walk faster. Yeah. And then, obviously, there's a whole supernatural aspect that he can't be killed. In reality, one bullet 
one well-placed bullet would put him down and that's the end of the threat. So I just don't find slasher films all that scary. It, it tends to prey on either stupid people or, I don't know, helpless people. So Yeah, and uh, I'll just say, if Michael Myers were set loose in Ryan in my hometown, I don't think he'd last very long. There's a lot of people. <laughs> Probably There's a lot not. of people that are just itching for an excuse. I also found it kind of strange in Halloween Kills how the entire town just like kind of came together and were like, yeah, we're going to find this person and we're going to kill him. <laughs> and everyone was like, okay with that. I was like, that would not fly. People would have some kind of issue. Like, even if it's a serial killer on the He's loose, still a person. I don't think everyone in town, I don't think everyone in town would just like form a mob and go beat them up. I feel like they would just all go home and then the cops would go out and, and hunt them down. Oh, sure. There would, like, there would definitely be a few. When people. everyone was in the hospital and they saw the other patient and they just like mobbed him and then forced him to commit suicide, I was like, what is going on? And of course, they kind of explained it that Michael is almost like a, a curse on the town and that the more he kills, the more immortal he becomes, but also the more kind of corrupt the, the town becomes. So I get that aspect, but it's like that just kind of more plays into this kind of like cheesy horror that i can't really take seriously but i just kind of enjoy yeah so they're enjoyable enough it's cool to just sit down and yeah yeah they're 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 a fun watch i'll probably watch every every now and then on around halloween time i'll i'll put on the i i don't know if i'll watch the sequel trilogy really all that much um but i'll probably watch the original now and again just because it is a cheesy cult And I'll probably watch the uh, sequels just because I bought those for uh, Spooky Season, but I could not find the original, so... Yeah, I only own own the original. I I rented the 2018 one on Amazon, and then Halloween Kills is on HBO. Yeah. So... But, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Otherwise, really quick, um, before we wrap up, I just want to say, yesterday, I watched the entirety of Cyberpunk Edgerunners, and... It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Was it it's, sad? It's, pretty, it's a pretty sad. It's a very well-made show. It's based on the game Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Uh, which, when this show came out, it basically brought the game back to life. It was extremely yeah. well-made. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, definitely do so. The only reason I decided to was because people on social medias were talking about it so much. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very good. So watch it. Bravo. Um, yeah. All right. Anyways, anything uh, else? I don't think so. All right. Then, uh, let's wrap All right, it well, up. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to small town nerds. Uh, hope you enjoyed us talking about all that jazz that you just heard us talk about. If you're still here, um, I'd like to say thank you to I Fight Dragons for the use of our theme song. The geeks will inherit the earth unless we're doing something different. Ryan's doing the editing, so I really don't know. Uh, if you want to reach out to us for any reason at all, our email is sttpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at smalltownnerds, no spaces, spelt exactly how you would expect. Um, Ryan, am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. Okay, well, hey. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Don't die till next week, and we will see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.